0: What's in McDonald's Happy Meal? One of four Nintendo Super Mario Brothers three toys: a Mario toy that jumps, or an acrobatic little Goomba, a pullback Luigi, or a hopping Koopa paratroopa. One toy with each Happy Meal you buy. Welcome to Retronauts Pocket, yet another edition. My name is Ray Barnholt, and joining me are the people from the last main episode, as always, Bob Mackey. Hello. Matt Leone, special guest. Hi. And online, Jeremy Parrish. Zup. And on this episode, I got to admit, I'm not sure what to do about <laughs> this <laughs> Uh this is about Nintendo merchandise and uh you know specifically stuff from the eighties and nineties as we do on this show. Things that I'm sure not everybody here, <laughs> at least half of us, don't really have much to say about, although we we're just talking about it. So Bob and I can at least uh mm-hmm. joke Definitely around can. on some of these things all sorts of, uh, you know, candy, toys, what have you. Why exactly? Well, I mean, it's. I just think it's interesting because it's several case studies on what happens when your number two market has, like, near carte blanche to approve any kind of merchandise they want. And so, like, a lot of this early era Nintendo stuff was, like, a lot of off-model things, things that did not really look like they should on the games or in the boxes or in the manuals, but... Like today, Nintendo has a really tighter global leash on their merchandising and the best practices within that. Like they've made Super Mario into a brand now. Like mm-hmm. I just went to the grocery store. They have Super Mario Campbell Soup with the actual logo, Super Mario. Like that is that is the brand now.
1: They have much nicer T-shirts now too. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> some. If you still go into Hot Topic, you'll see some. Yeah, that is probably true. You would, probably still wouldn't want to wear. But yeah. Uh, I mean they've made all the game properties into their own brands. Now. Instead of making everything into like this general Nintendo thing as they did uh, back when they, they first started getting really popular in the NES days – And so there's no more of that off-model insanity. Everything is exactly, pictures of everything exactly how they would be in the game as it should be. I mean, not from a marketing standpoint. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about now that are so crazy and so goofy looking. And uh, again, magic of audio podcasts. I mean, use your imagination here, but you know, there's some things to talk about. So let's just jump right into it. I want to talk about really see where this all started, you know, in the early 80s where Nintendo really got popular just because of Donkey Kong and, uh, so Donkey Kong, I mean, there was some toys based on Donkey Kong. You had little weird plush toys that again did not look anything like Donkey Kong, but kind of like a scary monchi Chi with the Donkey Kong logo on its chest or something like that,
1: yeah, it had like a molded plastic face just like pushed into yeah. a plush doll, yeah, just insanity,
0: and then there was like a Donkey Kong cereal, I believe, and uh you know, part of this merchandising also extends into like uh, cartoons as well. There was the Donkey Kong cartoon on the CBS Saturday SuperCade, which true <laughs> we're too young for you know, and And the least, DK but...
1: Junior cartoon, where he teamed up with a greaser to uh, find his dad. I mean, not Mario.
2: <laughs> I protest the too young comment because I remember watching the Saturday SuperCade as a child. Yes, please. No, and its go, original go ahead. In, in, in its original run on television. And actually, I don't really remember that much of it, just that it was kind of stupid. Like, even as a kid. I'm sure it was AAA. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was AAA. Hanna broadcast.
1: barbera that's a quality product. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Well, hey, you know, Donkey Kong, the game is only one or two backgrounds. So.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was, that was a, an era of really unusual licensing. You know, you had stuff like mm-hmm. the Pac-Man board game. Yeah. Which well, I think Pac-Man we, we mentioned not too on long his ago. Own arcade cabinet. <laughs> That's true. So many Pac-Man designs. God. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, I mean, yeah, you had, you had all kinds of stuff with, with Donkey Kong. There was Donkey Kong cereal. I don't know if you remember mm, that. I don't. Or have heard about it.
0: I just mentioned it. Yeah. I, I've seen oh. pictures of it. It's like little, you know. Okay. they're yeah. corn shaped barrels. Okay. Like Captain mm-hmm, Crunches. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. It was
2: basically Captain Crunch, but instead of being mm-hmm. treasure chest, the little pillow things were supposed to be barrels. Um, of course. I remember having like a sticker book with, um, With Donkey Kong stickers in it. And one of them was a sticker that came from Donkey Kong cereal with Donkey Kong eating a bowl of quarters saying, I eat quarters. That's the main thing that sticks with me from that. Uh, That is a choking
0: hazard. That's like something he'd do on Captain N. (laughs) (laughs) Captain N Donkey Kong would probably do that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean,
0: as that was basically the only big property Nintendo had in the early 80s, I mean, what else did they have I mean Popeye and then a little bit later Mario Brothers. But that's – those were more just like licensed out to different companies to make different uh, console ports and computer versions and things. So, not a lot of actual like tangible merchandise except for Donkey Kong. But again, I don't have a lot of experience with all that stuff. Uh I mean – <laughs> Jeremy, did you eat the cereal? I can't remember. Did I did
2: have the cereal once or twice. Yeah. And honest to God, it was 30 years ago, and I I don't remember what it tasted <laughs> like. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was just Cap'n Crunch. That is yeah.
1: weird because, I mean, we're jumping ahead. Sorry, but I, I can remember what Nintendo cereal tastes like, mm-hmm. and I only had one box of it in my lifetime. But I can think <laughs> and remember what each, what each kind tastes like and all the things I've forgotten over the years. Yeah. God, it's <laughs> going to haunt me forever, <laughs> isn't it?
0: So I just wanted to yeah I just want to mention all that stuff in front of sort of the framing device cuz I am going to now jump into the mid to late 80s where you know the NES was launched and you know basically brought Nintendo totally totally to the forefront of everything. But I mean there wasn't as much merchandise in 1985 1986 right after it launched, but more around you know 87 to 89 when things really started to reach across the country more often and get more crazy popular. So you did see a lot more uh, uh companies coming to Nintendo licensing the characters and things and making more stuff. Uh such as, of course, the Nintendo cereal system mm-hmm. uh by Ralston who made all these other licensed cereals. They made the Ninja Turtles cereal, they for did. example. And so <laughs> yeah, this was this was a innovation in cereal because it was like two in one. You had Mario cereal in one bag, then on half of the box was Zelda cereal.
1: I have to say for know. as cynical as it was, the packaging was pretty brilliant. It the was, idea yes. behind it.
0: Yes, they did totally just uh go after the whole Nintendo box art motif, and, yeah uh, sort of make this uh it looked like it was a screenshot from the game, but it was like hand drawn and stuff and so yeah they they did they did pretty good for what it was, I think so, but uh, I don't remember the taste so much as well as Bob does apparently, but it's <laughs>
1: weird i I <laughs> Describe don't know the how. taste. It's more of a I like I can I can remember it, you know, without it's hard to describe in words. Just like I can I, if I think I can remember what it tastes like. Let's there's see. no way to like vocalize it. It had an oaky finish. Hmm. <laughs> it had a corny finish, uh some notes of uh sugar did it go soggy quickly? Yeah. I don't think it did go soggy quickly, actually, mm-hmm. but it kind of had a fr- it kind of like a fruity pebblesy taste to it, if I could mm. make that comparison. Yeah.
0: Weren't there like, uh, weren't the shapes of the things like
1: stars? Here. There were like, uh, very quickly Zelda had like boomerangs and hearts and swords, and I think Mario had mushrooms and things yeah. like that. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah so yeah like the back of the box says two different uh, excuse me the front of the box says two different natural and artificial flavors of course fruity on the Mario side and berry on the Zelda side but
1: berries are
3: fruit yeah right right, right. <laughs> oh god <I> what <laughs> Uh it's berry in the crunchberry sense yeah exactly no it's like Swedish fish we you just want the red ones mm. you don't want yeah. to get all the flavors.
0: I love red ones so the color of the Mario cereal I mean has more of a Mario look to it it's gr- uh, orange and green and yellow I mean it's sort of like the palette in the game itself. Crunchy stuff. But the Zelda stuff is uh berryish, so you have more reds and purples. And uh yeah, no. So what are the shapes like? Well you have some vague Mario ish shape, a mushroom shape, another vague Koopa Troopa shape, the Goomba shape, which probably looks the most like what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's a hard. <laughs> just a triangle with two little stubs for feet off of it. And then uh a Bowser shape, which is basically just a dinosaur. That's all of it is. Yeah. Um, on the zelda side we have a boomerang which is you know just a corn arch <laughs> uh, a shield which looks kind of like the um autobots insignia a key uh, a purple thing probably one of the enemies whose name doesn't escapes me but uh you know and then a heart is of course piece of fire no it's a humanoid purple creature one of the dungeon things i can't remember
1: I have to give them credit for being so creative because there were a lot of cereals where the, 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 I don't know, the premise behind how they were, you know, no, a novelty cereal was yes. pretty lame, like Mr. T cereal from <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which was real, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just teas. Yeah. I think Urkelos <laughs> were just like used or something, like Urkel had a cereal, it just like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Urkel, there's too much definition to Urkel to make him into a <laughs> exactly. marshmallow, you know? <laughs> You can't, you can't put glasses on that thing.
0: Yes. Meanwhile, the world of Nintendo is yeah, full uh, of wonder. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Another thing on this cereal, which is actually something that is a part of a lot of this different merchandise, is that it included game tips. Mm-hmm. They printed some really stupid game tips that, you know, are obvious to people. Let's see. Right. Let's see. One from uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh, yeah. They did, they did have different editions of this cereal, by the way. They did have a Mario 1 one and a oh. Mario 2 oh, wow. pictures on it. Probably didn't make the different. Let's see. Uh, apparently, these are from Nintendo Power, but who really knows? Anyway, Super Mario Brothers 2. Get the crystal ball to bounce on Mario's head. Pick up the POW near the end of World 1-3 and carry it to the crystal ball. I don't know. Yeah. I, this is, were these you know, translated I, poorly? I, sh- I should know this game front to back, but what? Uh, now stand on the crystal ball and drop the POW. The crystal ball will start bouncing on Mario's head. This trick is only uh, useful for impressing your friends. <laughs> it <laughs> will not help you in any other way.
1: we sorry. We're sorry. Uh-
0: so that is
1: Nintendo Serial system.
0: Swear to God, that was from the back of the box.
1: That was less of a trick and more of a weird sprite collision
0: yeah. glitch. Well, this leads into another thing I want to talk about, which is the Topps Game Pack Bubblegum Ooh. cards, which were, again, Nintendo stuff. You had – different trading cards for uh, all sorts of games, not just Nintendo stuff, but they had like Double Dragon and some other third-party games included in this thing. And it was just, yeah, bubblegum cards, but they also had uh, scratch-off game cards. So you'd have this uh, picture of a scene from Double Dragon, for example, and it'd have these little scratch-off dots surrounding certain characters. And so you would scratch off one dot, for example, and it would tell you if you lost or whatever. <laughs> because this is like just – I'm thinking of like LCD games. This is like five steps below this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. You're trying to make some game out of this.
1: and I mean, God bless them, but it didn't – It was really... like the lottery, but for kids. Yeah. And you I didn't think, win anything.
0: For me, I think I bought these cards just for the art on them. And stickers. Mm. Like, yeah, it was like the Nintendo clip art and the stickers. Yeah, for sure. But they also had uh, tip cards tip and code cards, and it was a, um, I, you know, they're all, they ran the gamut from completely useless things like we just read from the serial to more, you know, obvious sort of tips that, you know, may, you may have already heard about already. So, this, this was top, so this was a big, uh, kind of a big partner, uh, for Nintendo at the time, because, you know, big, big baseball card company here making this, uh, licensed Nintendo cards. I mean, sure, they made a ton of other different sort of licensed things before, but, uh, a suitable brand, I would say. I don't know or, if
1: kids do kids uh, no longer have a source for stale powdery gum anymore. Ooh I boy! Mean, where do they get that these yeah. days?
0: Where do you get stale powdery gum these days? <laughs> you have to artisanally kind of a retro age card store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true.
1: That's really. That, I mean, you cut your gums open on that. I think uh,
0: candy and, and cards have not really been put together. I don't think for quite a while. Yeah, twenty years. All everything's separate. It's like you know, candy, cell phone type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> candy, Miley Cyrus head, or what have you. Probably like that. So yeah, that's the, that's the trading cards and just a total tangent, but it reminds me of what we were talking about in the last episode. They had another sort of, uh, game trading card series. Totally forget the name, but they would have like other games on it, like Battle Toads and stuff. And I could never find these trading cards until I actually sent away for like some, the the Trade West newsletter or something. Oh wow. And they finally gave me a pack of these cards that I had been searching for all this time. Anyway, just a slice of my life there. <laughs> <laughs> As as long as we've been getting nostalgia in these last couple of episodes, I thought I'd do that once more. So what is what's some other crazy Nintendo stuff? Well, we had Super Mario Brothers shampoo. Uh it had a, a Princess Toadstool variety and a Super Mario variety to it. Um I think it was Johnson Johnson shampoo, but uh yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing much that so was special about it besides that, that it had pictures of Mario and the Princess on it. I probably had used it at some point, I can't remember exactly. Maybe it was some other bath product that they had. Uh, they also had the Super Mario Brothers shower head, <laughs> which was a, a, specifically, uh, uh, put on the box as scald proof, so, you know, perfect for kids. Uh, it was, uh, basically depicts, uh, Luigi sort of <laughs> holding Mario up, who was also holding the shower head nozzle. So, I mean, <laughs> the whole handle of this thing is basically the two Mario Brothers stacked on top of each other as you're trying to, uh, <laughs> Uh, wash yourself. This was actually the one that inspired me to do this topic because that's like one of the crazier things I've ever seen. It was like a shower head for God's
1: sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah wh- wh- where's the market for that? I mean kids usually take yeah. baths too, you know? Yes,
0: for sure. I mean I, perhaps you could just uh, attach it to the uh, bath nozzle and use it that way yes yeah i mean as a kid i was scared of the shower for quite a while <laughs> i wasn't ready to use it you gotta yeah. stand and bathe hey, come on yeah S- slow down especially when you have something that says it's scald uh, scald proof or scald resistant i was, I was on gonna here. say what does yeah. that
3: mean does it like limit the temperature or does it mean that the thing itself doesn't heat up
0: i think it's sort of uh yeah i mean this is sort of ancient technology Jeez. at this point it has built-in scald protection i think it would just shut itself off if it had if it reached a certain temperature, maybe it had a something cool. in there that would tell it it was getting too hot or something.
3: Yeah, I, th- I thought it was just like because it was made out of plastic, it wouldn't burn. No, something. I mean, yeah,
1: it means you can't sue if your child is burned. Yes, yeah. Super, See? Mar- it's yeah.
0: Proof. Super Mario Brothers Shower Power Handheld Shower.
3: Oh, that's even better.
0: Ages six and up. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does look cute. I mean, the way the Mario Brothers are holding themselves up like that, but uh very odd, nonetheless. Um, I didn't list in my notes, but I remember also the Mario phone. Um, Hmm. There were a couple of different Mario telephones, I believe, but this one was uh, special in that uh, whenever it rang, Mario, who was depicted – this little figure of Mario was depicted as uh, coming out of a pipe off the top of the phone – and apparently, it would spin when it rang. Okay. Uh, I had this phone. Never happened. <laughs> could not figure out how to do that. Make that happen. Maybe it was just false advertising. Maybe the prototype worked, and the Jeez. actual production version of the phone didn't work out. But yeah, um, just one of those cute phones. Um, one that didn't have a base on it. Like it had a trigger on the bottom, so you just put it on the table and you could just hang up that way. It didn't have to boop be put in a base i'm Mm. not really uh, talking about anything important but nonetheless (laughs) i'm just remembering (laughs) these things as they come in uh Star shaped keys as well. All right, moving nice. on. I like. It. Um, there's also a Nintendo uh, Footlocker slash toy box thing. I remember seeing this around quite a lot. I never had it, but um, I remember going to like a, the store, the furniture section. It was just basically like a you know a toy box with different uh, Nintendo art all over it from Zelda and Mario and uh, whatever else. I think Punch Out stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing: is that a lot of this merchandise had usually featured the same stable of like uh, clip art, probably provided by Nintendo just you know from you know four or five different games and different characters on it same thing with the trading card stickers like it was all this art that some of which you could find in the manuals already but yeah, like you've it, you know, seen it a lot yeah you'd buy these sticker sheets with all the same pictures of Mario you know uh wearing a party hat or driving a some sort of jalopy and things like that santa mario i mean <laughs>
1: I prefer like business mario holding like a briefcase like uh in the like what was that the uh, god i'm sorry i'm blanking on the name it it was the uh repair I don't know. Yeah, the customer their, service line. It yeah, was like
0: world class service. He had like a blazer on yeah. and like bow tie. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Formal Mario <laughs> wielding a uh, screwdriver. Yeah, that 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 was a cute little piece of art as well. Uh, so Yeah, there was a the Foot Locker. There were uh, Nintendo lunch boxes, of course. These came out, you know, right when I was in elementary school, so I had to have one of these, of course. There were different varieties. You had certain uh, just scenes, again, lots of these clip-arty sort of Super Mario Bros. scenes. But one of these is like an original illustration of uh, Mario and Luigi on the sofa watching TV using mm-hmm. a uh, NES pad as a remote control. But what's on their giant screen TV is a scene from The Legend of Zelda. So <laughs> it's some sort of weird way to integrate these two brands into this one piece of art on this lunchbox. It's wow. Mario and Luigi watching TV, which is actually also Link fighting a uh, Darknut or something <laughs> from the scene of Legend of Zelda. And as, uh yeah, that's another uh, – one of the weirder examples. Things that move out of this sort of clip art realm into this sort of original illustration craziness and – uh Yeah. Uh, Another thing that I remember seeing a lot around was the Mario cake pan. Um, So (laughs) there was this drugstore in my hometown and uh, uh, they had a a basement level, which was just all toys and uh, housewares as well. And for years and years, they would have the same Mario cake pan just sitting there. And it's just the same sort of pose that Mario does on the uh, cover of Mario 2 and whatnot, you know, the leaping through the air, hand in the air sort of thing. And you're supposed to just use that as a cake mold and make a fancy Mario cake. And, of course, the uh, picture, uh, the example picture on the inside shows the completed cake with a message on it saying, have a super birthday, Mario. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So unless you want to make a cake for Mario, you can do that as well. Well, that's kind of narcissistic to make him in his own image like that.
1: I would be creeped out. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Very odd. Um, there was also a line of very horrifying plush toys. This sort of is the evolution of the Donkey Kong one I mentioned. Just this insanely off model. Mario sort of design that they used for quite a few years in different things. They also used it in different sorts of
1: dolls. As oh, well. my God. I had one. Yeah, I won one of those at a at a fair. I'm sure it was so, counterfeited to hell and back. But,
0: uh, what we're looking at is basically Mario and Luigi with humongous bushy mustaches but also very tiny sort of fez-like hats.
1: He turned that a little more <laughs> towards me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> Very small, sort of beady eyes, very, very not proportional at all. It's
1: like just... Fire Luigi too, or something, the way his colors well, are. Well,
0: that was believed to be Luigi's default color. Oh, okay. Cause that's how he was in the original game, you see. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you're right. So that's, that's what they adopted for a lot of this merchandise. And so, yeah, I had, uh, I had one of those for, for quite a while as well. Uh, and yeah, I don't know why that became a design standard, because there's also this vinyl doll that I didn't find a picture of in time, but it's also much the same way. It's like Mario with like, that was like a lo- <laughs> weird sort of uh, underbite to him. It's just insanity. And this is official merchandise. I can't believe it. Anyway, um, if I remember, I'll probably include a picture of that
1: on the blog post later. There wasn't a lot of Zelda merchandise really.
0: No, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like <laughs>
1: – That struck <laughs> was, me as odd because I felt like Zelda was as, as big of a deal as was, Mario. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure it was. But yeah, they did not incorporate it as much. It was always attached to Mario in some yeah. way.
1: Um, like we would play Zelda in the backyard or whatever or in the woods and we would just use sticks as swords and whatever. I feel like they could have had like a yeah. Zelda kit with like all of his tools oh or God, whatever. Yeah. How amazing would that yeah. be?
0: They're probably on their way to doing that now. Yeah. I mean, God. This is actually – this is actually uh, as a tangent again. Part of my other dimension of this doing this episode is that kids are so spoiled nowadays. <laughs> I just read about like a Mario Kart Power Wheels car that they're making. Oh, man. Like are you kidding me? I had to get a real go-kart, save up for years to get one. <laughs> Didn't look anything like it was for Mario Kart. Now kids can just buy one for like $300. Give me a break. I mean kids' parents, of course, but Jesus.
1: Yeah. Not
0: fair. <sighs> we also have a uh, Mario Kart Connects now. Not Legos, but Connects. I mean, I would have loved Mario Legos, but Jesus, it's still the same thing. All these great things that now I can't uh, <laughs> buy in good conscience unless I also have children. <laughs> kids these <sighs> days, I tell you. Exactly. That's... That really is the point of this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, as, as we move down this list, don't we're worry. We're mad that Absolutely. your toys are better. Yeah, yeah don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> actually, one uh, exception to this Zelda thing was that they did make a line of, like, uh, Nintendo trophies. Uh, mm-hmm, I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever seen these. They were oh, yeah, like I think these, I had one. These stationary sort of figures. Uh, it's basically a little diorama that you would buy. You know, have uh, original scenes from uh, Mario and mostly Zelda as well. Uh, they had one from Punch-Out, I believe, as well. So it's just, like, little scenes, like Mario kicking the uh, Hammer Brother in the face, I believe. <laughs> I had that one. And just uh, another one from Link, like, avoiding those uh spike traps. I forget the real name. But, yeah, just little scenes like that. And they did make a lot of Zelda ones of that. Uh, but, like I said also at the beginning, like, a lot of this was just overarching Nintendo stuff. They didn't really split the brands up as well as they had now. Yeah. Like I was saying. So a lot of it was Mario-focused. Um and so I mean that that's pretty much like the late eighties sort of stuff when Nintendo stuff started really rising up. Then we go into the early nineties and something that, you know, uh nineteen ninety, something that I absolutely had to have, of course, was the Super Mario Bros. three Happy Meal yeah. and the toys. <laughs> I uh I remember I didn't even find out about these until almost it was too late. I was visiting my sister. She actually lived in the Bay Area at the time. Uh, we were in uh, San Jose, and I just found out about it. We were just stopped at McDonald's. Like, oh, my God, now there's a Mario Happy Meal? What the hell? I should be going back home right now and buying all these toys. Um, you know, if you don't know the whole Happy Meal setup, at least at the time, it was like a new toy each week for a month. And then uh, they would just uh, have a, four different toys. And the Mario ones, of course, were um hopping Mario with a suction cup on them. As a raccoon Mario, which I think is really the same as a different sort of toy that was sold in a different market. Anyway, there's also a, a wind-up Luigi riding on a cloud. You had a, uh, a, a jumping Koopa Troopa that used like an air pump thing to sort My of favorite. hop it up and down. Yeah. And then another, uh, a Goomba that sort of jumped or did supposed to do a backflip that also had a suction cup on it as well. um your favorite one is the one I missed. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. That's the only one I got, actually. And I rebought yeah. it at, uh, Portland or no Seattle. Yeah. Retro Gaming Expo for like three bucks. So these aren't hard to get if you want no, to. Get no, no, they're
0: not. But actually, yes. I remember standing next to you at that expo and being like, oh man, should I do it? Should I do it? <laughs> no, no, no. I have enough already.
1: They had more than one. Yeah. God, I love it. Um,
0: later when they would do like Sonic the Hedgehog uh, meals, I would, uh,
1: I'd get all those for sure. I do remember it's this is those. like, we are so, the horribly nostalgic on this episode but uh we're, we're,
0: let's, let's let me tell you about right into it.
1: the good old days of happy meals <laughs> no i mean it was always garbage food for kids but uh in the old times uh and it, of course it wasted more paper which is never great but they came in these cardboard boxes and each mm-hmm. one had like a different side on it and each one mm-hmm. had like a different game and like sometimes you could like punch the cardboard out of the happy meal box and make like a stinky oil smelling house for your toys hang on hang, hang, have, hang on hang on hang on or whatever um, yeah
2: bob are you saying that happy meals don't come in cardboard boxes now
1: they they just come in like uh, at least for the last like f- ten to fifteen years they just come in like a regular bag paper bag oh my yeah. god they've removed yeah. the happiness part of that was to distract you there's and no to happiness keep your parents about that. peace. I,
2: exactly I'm glad I was a child when I was a child kids these days yeah, have yeah. it
1: rough yeah yeah
2: they and don't they even have a know a bunch
0: of boring food like apples <laughs> <laughs> give me a break yeah uh, well, we had yeah.
2: apples in in our happy meals but they were encased in a nice fried pie. Yeah. <laughs> and they were mixed with extra sugar.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: good, good old days. Good old but, days um, apples.
1: I I did I did mi- – I I mean I, I'm not buying Happy Meals today, but I think that was part of the experience. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like entertainment as well as a meal.
0: The box was great too. I remember like they had a diagram of a toad house as like part mm. of the puzzle on there. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
1: Good God. Happy <sighs> Meal box nostalgia. Yeah. This isn't
2: Nintendo related, but uh, I remember when I was a kid, you know, just a few years old – um, having a uh, Star Trek, the motion picture, happy meal box. I think that was actually the first (laughs) happy meal was the Star Trek, the motion picture stuff, but there were like comics on the outside and, uh, you know, on the box Mm. and connect the dots and stuff. And that like, that formed my impression of that movie for many years until I actually saw it. Oh yes. Like I, am sad that children have been deprived of that with Uh, their internet and their healthy apples yeah, like, so I don't need
1: a box look at, I've got an iPad here I can look at while I eat these fries.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, by the way, was one of those toys, um, uh, a gelatinous blob as representing one of the people who failed the transport?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sadly I do no. oh,
0: I, I think that like a mini two-pack. I think that
2: was the innards of the uh, apple pie. Uh, I see, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, use your imagination. Oh, Real yeah. human protoplasm. So yeah, the happy meal is great, I think that's <laughs> – <laughs> uh, as much as I, uh, I'm already embarrassed at using this word. It was a touchstone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure. Despite
1: and, the uh, child obesity epidemic it caused. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah.
0: Nintendo and Ninja Turtles food has ruined <laughs> me in later years. Um, so moving to something that's not food, uh, there was uh, a series of calendars called Nintendo mm. the Power Game calendars from like 1991 to like 93, I believe. Yeah. And uh, these are like humongous uh, calendars with original like, illustrations for every month, but it was all like weird early computer art. Like it wasn't quite pixel art. They were trying to make like these weird three D. Uh, I'm not sure if it and-
1: was made with with computers. I think it was just trying to fake that look. It was like it was like higher mm. res. Designs based on the sprite art. So it was like Mario as if you would be in 16 bit before 16 bit, but oh, yeah, so like the box art from
2: NES games, like the black
1: boxes. Even more touched up than that. Oh really? With airbrushing and stuff yeah. like that. It was really... some were really ugly, some were kind of compelling to look at.
0: Yeah. Some of some of them were really weird, like the Metroid one where Samus looks sort of like an underwater diver.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like
0: her uh her arm her arm cannon thing is like a weird sort of looks like a freaking space fork. <laughs> very odd, but a lot of that was really elaborate, and I'm pretty sure it was made on computers somewhere. Right, right. But, yeah, um, if it wasn't, like, weird 3D renders like the Metroid one, it was, like, sort of, like, 16-bit-ish reinterpretations of all this pixel art as well. And uh, those those are very odd, and they're kind of, I think, a little bit desirable now. I believe. I think I had maybe three out of four of them or something like that.
1: But, well, um, how many years passed before you can use a calendar again? Isn't it like 30 yeah. years or something? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sure we're coming back <laughs> yeah.
0: around. Yeah. Pretty soon my children will be able to use it. <laughs>
1: they too will know the grandeur.
0: Um, actually, wait. Go back to food one more time. I do want to mention uh, Nintendo, they made Super Mario Brothers like nut bars. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Nut and uh, nougat bars that were – didn't have anything special about them except they just had Super Mario Brothers on the I,
1: I have something also to go yeah, along with I, this. There yes. were Super Mario Brothers like drink boxes. Remember those? I mm-hmm. mean like they were just corn syrup and water together at last but um, – <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> with some flavoring. But I um, I remember getting one one day um, from my mom and she probably bought them at the dollar store or whatever and I was sipping them. like, this tastes really bad. Hmm. I don't know what it is. But thinking back upon it, I think it th- fermented. It basically made prison wine inside of the drink box pouch. All right? Wow. Because I can still remember that taste. And then when I had alcohol for the first time, I'm like, this is what that drink box tasted like. So if you want to have some good prison wine, Uh, look up those drink boxes. They're probably like super, super ready to pop right now. Thank you, Nintendo. Yeah, getting kids drunk. For greenlighting that. (laughs) Dear Lord, yeah. They also had uh, Shasta Pop, which
0: was like half cans. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Mario Apple or Luigi Apple and then Princess Cherry or whatever it was. Pretty gross. Uh, Well, I lived on those for about six months. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, I not so gross to me. Um okay, let's move on. I want to talk about also like L C D Game Watches. Like uh oh, these were not like gaming. Oh, and These were not official Game and Watch things, they're not really Nintendo made, but they were like little L C D games uh on watches based on Super Mario Bros. three, Super Mario World uh, Star Fox. I mean, think there was also a Zelda one. I had the one. Zelda yep. one.
1: Yeah. Believe it or not, it was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was only dungeons, and it was still an LCD yeah. game, but it felt like leaps beyond what Tiger was doing. And I was playing a lot of those games at the time I too. Think that
0: one was mm-hmm. based on the actual Game and Watch.
3: Setup. I think so. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: But the other Mario ones were not so much. And uh Matt, you're making
3: noises finally. I think I, you're well, well I finally have heard of one of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I had the Zelda one. Oh, you too. Okay. Cool. I, I can't recall exactly how it worked or whatever, but I remember loving it and like just. I would go to the store, like, multiple times before I could afford it and, like, oh. just stare at it. Yeah. And then one day I finally got enough to get it. Because
0: they'd have them in the store, you know, with the nice display boxes for watches and it's just – Yeah, it was it – was, oh
3: if I remember correctly, it was in the watch section, yes, not was, in the yeah. game section. So it felt like mm-hmm. this, like, kind of like, oh, now we can actually get something in the rest of the world. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was kind of strange. Yeah. Excuse
0: me. I had At least one of the Mario ones and the Star Fox one. Uh, which also, uh, for some reason had headphone jacks in it. Like, hey, if you want to hear this <laughs> annoying beeping. Oh go my god. Plug right in. <laughs> um, <but laughs> they did, yeah, they did do weak renditions of, uh, at least the Mario World music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Very, very kooky stuff. And yeah, maybe a bit overpriced, but <laughs> nonetheless, yeah, an interesting bit of, uh. What were they? Do you remember? What were they? Price.
1: 30 yeah,
0: bucks. 30, eh. 30-ish, probably. There's also various candy. Of course, there's Game Boy Gum. I mean, we're going to talk about a bunch of different candy either way, but, I mean, Game Boy Gum also existed in the early 90s. Um, let's move into really the big one that I want to talk about, which is from the mid-90s, and that's from, all from Nintendo itself. This is the Super Power Club mm. stuff. This was Nintendo Power's sort of homegrown predecessor to Club Nintendo, as we know it now. So if you were a Nintendo Power subscriber, you get all sets – get sets of – cheap game trading cards at the back of the magazine, you get coupons, you get some sort of editorial supplement sometimes, and other sort of offers. But you'd also get this, uh, quarterly catalog with this giant selection of, uh, elaborate Nintendo merchandise. Things like uh, exclusive apparel, uh, plush toys you couldn't get anywhere else, soundtrack CDs, uh, those in particular are pretty valuable now. Um, you'd get they also sold the complete Nintendo Power collection, like issues one to 50. Mm-hmm. And as someone like me who was crazy and only started getting Nintendo Power after a few issues, I ordered this huge set, got this giant box full of 50-issues Nintendo Power. <laughs> I'm set. <laughs> now I have a complete collection. That's great. Um, one of the greatest – the biggest thing that they offered in this catalog was the uh, competition cartridges for Star Fox and Donkey Kong Country. forgot about that. So Nintendo held the Super Star Fox weekend at some, certain stores. It was like a high-score competition. It had this special uh, edition cartridge, much like the Nintendo World Championship cartridges and other things that they made before, just for Star Fox. So like a one-off thing. And so once they got all those cartridges back, uh, they decided to put them on sale in the catalog. Same thing with the uh, Donkey Kong cartridge, which was part of a uh, blockbuster competition. And uh at least the Donkey Kong one would come in this nice plastic box with it as well. This, uh, and they charge, like, standard price for those, I think $50 or something. But now, of course, they're super rare, super desirable by anybody who wants them. And, yeah, I mean, you you lucked out if you got one of those for sure. And then uh, a little bit later in the 90s, of course, they also offered original Pogs and Slammers.
1: I, I remember how expensive these were. They were in, yeah. inordinately expensive for being Pogs. The Slammers, I think, were were the offset there. Because they were they were kind of nice slammers. You know, like <laughs> these,
0: were... I don't want to say like carbon fiber, but it felt like it. There were these nice slick sl- slammers. And, Very you know, like aerodynamic. Killer instinct logo.
1: Bam. Yeah. Do we need to explain what pogs are? I hope not.
0: Ah, uh, well, you know, I don't, think, I don't think I ever played the game seriously or the way it was supposed to. I, I, I
1: just collected them.
2: But yeah, um, I was I was amazed a few months ago when I was in Hawaii to discover the origin of pog. Oh yeah, and I didn't realize that's that's where it started. But there's oh, just yes. a drink called pineapple yeah. orange guava, and there it is, mm-hmm. POG, mm-hmm. on the They're store shelves for you to buy. It's like the yeah. '90s, but you can taste it. <laughs> yes, yes, POGs. Okay.
0: Let's explain it a little bit. It's traditional yeah. melt cap uh, bottle game, bo- bottle cap game from Hawaii, of course. And uh, you yeah. somehow you slam a thing into a pile of them, and you earn points and depending on. Don't you get to keep
3: the ones that turn over or something? like yeah, that? Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. yeah, and you probably know best from that Simpsons joke. Which mm-hmm. is probably, I mean, definitely outlived the, the thing itself. Yes, yes. It's probably more famous now, so, you know. <laughs> Along with ALF. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> That's probably the only way kids have heard about ALF now. Um, so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> there were Nintendo Pogs direct from Nintendo themselves in this catalog. So, for me, like, the Super Power Club catalog, for me as a kid with limited access to, like, all the hot new Nintendo merchandise. Because I mentioned before, a lot of this stuff was hard to find at the local stores I would go to. I mean, I lived in Washington, not far from Nintendo, but none of the stuff ever really reached me. So I would you know look at different pictures of things in Nintendo Power and say, hey, why don't I have this yet? But uh, it never showed up. So for something like this, this was like a godsend because now I had a direct line to the quote-unquote best stuff and also the excitement of getting a package in the mail every now and then. Yeah. So like the Super Power Club catalog was great and, you know, uh, like I already said, a lot, a lot of the stuff that they offered through there goes for a lot of money now because a lot of it was original and exclusive to that catalog. Uh, a lot of the uh, plush toys that they offered in that catalog, though, was uh, made by a company called uh, BDNA or Bensussen Deutsch and Associates. And uh, around this time, they sort of became Nintendo's, like, key merchandising partner. Like, they made a lot of the different uh, plush toys that you would see around and, you know, distribute them to uh, toy stores, for example. At Toys R Us, you would always see uh, big displays for these plush toys. They were another one – I think they were one of those companies that – you've never really heard of, but once they get a big backing from Nintendo, they eventually rise to prominence. I think it's the same with four kids and Pokemon.
1: Yeah. Because yeah.
0: They were kind of a nobody once Nintendo came along. It's like, Hey, Pokemon. Okay. Now we're huge and now we're making everything. But, uh, um, uh, BDNA is still around. They make a lot of different sort of branded merchandise for everybody including PlayStation for example. They actually uh now started their own game accessory uh subsidiary called Power A which you may have seen around in some stores maybe. Hmm. I mean they're not great accessories even back then they made these really awful carrying cases for things that were also in the Super Power Club catalog but were not really that great. They were just very basic and fell apart really easily but I mean uh but like I said a lot of that stuff including the plush toys sort of found their way into stores and uh, yeah, they have Pretty pretty interesting stuff. And, of course, there was also um, a lot of candy that started to pop up around the late 90s, early 2000s. Nintendo had another partner for this called uh, Awesome Candies. Oh, my God. Um, uh, Who would make these very, very awful (laughs) uh, jelly pops and things. Are are those still
1: a thing? Because, I mean, mm, when I worked at a GameStop, they were always at the register because my manager was kind of an ass. We couldn't just buy one thing at a time. We had to buy two things because that counted towards a stat. That would make the store get better numbers. Oh, okay, okay. It's called a multiple SKU transaction for retail people. So we would have to buy something. MST, right? Yeah, MST. We would have to buy something. So we would buy a gel pop because it was $2 and like we would never eat them because we tried no. to eat them once and just like – it's like licking a Christmas tree ornament or something. Yeah, just it's, like disgusting.
0: I mean <laughs> – to their credit, I mean, they are things that are uh, look like characters more kind than of. just like a gummy thing. I mean, yeah. they try and add these affectations onto the onto the face of things, but it's just like it's you can tell you can tell they're using chemicals that are not safe for your body yeah. to keep these things <laughs> standing.
1: <laughs> I, I prefer in the like package. <laughs> I prefer like the Batman or Ninja Turtle popsicles with like the eyes pointing in like way different directions. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ice cream ones. You mean? Yeah, with the gumball eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: gumball eyes. God, yeah. Yeah, I think they still sell Sonic the Hedgehog Gumball Eye. Really? At, okay. At, if you go, if you find an ice cream truck somewhere. It's so like, come on. Find some innovation, people. Uh, but yes. We're already past our usual time for everyone's pocket on this. I just wanted to go through some of these things. Talk about it a little bit. You know, crazy world Nintendo merchandise, but we do have, you know, things that are a bit more cohesive now. Things that look like they should. Uh, and like I said, kids are spoiled now. You and your freaking self-powered Mario Kart. <laughs> Bullshit. Go to hell. Yeah, exactly.
1: All right. One thing. uh, I know know you're a fan of like uh, Nintendo's 2D character designs. Like you made a point on – thing on Twitter about how you like to see them in Mario 3D World.
0: Yes. I love the 2D character
1: stuff in Super Mario 3D World. I just went to some t-shirt shop in Chinatown. It was legit. Don't worry. And um, (laughs) – I noticed that Nintendo is using their 2D designs a lot now again, which Mm. I like because there was a time where it's like everything was like the CGI render Mario. Yeah. And that's such, I I don't know. It's still Mario, but I I prefer like the very bold, expressive, you know, 2D designs that are kind of timeless, even though they were created 30 years ago. Yeah.
0: It's still, it's still CG Mario on that Campbell soup that I mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. I figured it Um, would be. But they, yeah, you were mentioning the shirts and they did, they have been doing that a lot. Uh, I also joked about like the Hot Topic shirts when they would have, you know, mustache rides or something like that I think that was exactly a Mario one but something like that
1: and they're Um, even like grabbing onto sprite art or taking advantage of that because I I bought a shirt at uh, this shop and it's it's the angry son from Mario 3 just blown up on a shirt just the sprite (laughs) and it's an official Nintendo t-shirt I'm like that's awesome it's such an obscure reference I mean not really but it's probably one of the more obscure things about Mario 3 True. Um, But it is that that dimension of the merchandise, the apparel stuff
0: nowadays is probably more recognizable to people.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Our age, more than just the, you know, the random trading cards and crap that I'm talking about now. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, you can still find Mario apparel out there. I was at Target and just saw Mario pajama bottoms Mm of, like, adult sized. I'm like, do I have the gumption for this? (laughs) Do I have the bravery? Um, No, that's okay. I'll stick with my normal designs. But, yeah. So that's. That is the world of Nintendo merchandise, and uh, I know uh, Jeremy and Matt did not have a lot to talk about, unless you want to say something else about those watches, man. <laughs> Loved them. All right. Great. <laughs> uh, just a little insight into uh, the consumerist world of us uh, as preteens, me and Bob at least. Um,
1: yeah, I love those go-go 90s. <laughs> yes, indeed.
0: Thanks, parents' money. Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Of course, you can find us on Retronauts.com, Retronauts Twitter, be nice to us on iTunes, of course. Uh, we like nice reviews; it helps us get out there. Uh, you know, maybe maybe iTunes will tweet us tweet about us again.
1: Yeah, I want to see us break into the top ten again. It, it, we did it at our launch. Yeah, but I haven't seen it since. <sighs>
0: yeah, Who knows? Maybe it would just be less political. Uh
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: not directly. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you, everybody, for this edition of Retro's Pocket on behalf of Bob and Matt and Jeremy. Sorry you couldn't say much about this, Jeremy. I know something. not It's okay. I'm just old. Yeah. It's terrible. I try to make it as entertaining as possible. Thank you again, everybody, for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye.